When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. On November 9th, join us for Benzinga's seventh annual FinTech Awards. It's going to be a day full of networking, deal-making, and recognition of incredible achievements you won't want to miss. GM Zinger Nation, my name is Logan Ross, and I'd like to welcome you to Flight 64 aboard the Moon or Bust rocket ship, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. Uh, happy to be back here in the Benzinga office. Ryan, how you doing today? Doing good. Happy Mutant Monday, especially today, Logan. You just got a new pickup this morning, didn't you? I did. I haven't announced anything yet, but I, I did make a pickup. I did get a Mutant Ape, uh, and I'm very excited to share it with you guys uh, at some point later this week. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited, very bullish on NFTs uh, and very bullish on crypto in general. So we'll be talking about both of those topics today. Uh, and we have a couple interviews, or we have one interview going on, Ryan. You want to tell us about that one? Yeah, we'll be interviewing the Hyperlink CEO. I'm really excited for that. And we'll also be talking about this ENS airdrop coming out at 8 p.m. tonight. So if you have a .eth name, you'll be getting some free cryptocurrency tonight. I'm really excited for that too. Hell yeah, Ryan. Uh, before we, we get right into it, wait, hold on. Do you hear that? No, nah, I think you're good. I can't hear anything. Okay. I can hear Michael in the background right now. Nah, I think he's just loud. Right, cool. I think we're good. All right. No, it, it's fixed. Rohan got me. Uh, okay. So now that I can hear you again, uh, before we get into the show, we need to go over a couple things. So uh, top link in the description below is the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. If you're here for crypto content, that is the place to be. We're going to be starting some new shows over there. I think the first episode uh, of the Ruel Report will be going up today. Uh, he did a deep dive on the Crypto Seek, C-E-E-K, uh, and he told us about it last week. It's up. It's 2 x since then. And I had never heard of this one. Uh, Ruel has some crazy picks. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you can see all of those in the future. We're also going to be doing an on-chain analytics show that I'm personally very, very excited for. Yeah, that new Ruel show, I'm really excited for. I mean, he had that amazing call last week with Seek VR, And we don't really get into these smaller market cap cryptocurrencies like 300 and below. We're around like a $10 million market cap or so. So if you're interested in those small market gems, definitely check out that Ruel report because he has some great calls. 
Yep. And if you're new around here, we really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the main channel. And while you're down there, smash the like button. Send it to a new all-time high, just like we got on ETH this morning. Uh, we also have a Telegram chat where you can join the Moon or Bus community and get a 25% off discount code on the Moon or Bus swag. We have some, some Bitcoin, some Dogecoin, some ETH merch. Got to go check it out. As always, make sure to connect with us on Twitter. You can see our handles right here on the screen. Um, but with that out of the way, let's just get right into the market update. So uh, let me put my screen on for us and we could dive right in. So can you see? Boom. Can you see it, Ryan? I can see our outline for today's show. Now I can see the charts. Yes. So we're, let's start with Bitcoin. I mean, Ethereum's really the king today with new all-time highs approaching $4,800. I think we could get to $5,000. You know, within the next maybe 24 hours, we're extremely bullish right now. We're trending up really fast. But I mean, do you want to take a look at Bitcoin first? Or do you want to take a look at Ethereum? I think everybody's minds are on Ethereum right now. They definitely are. So let's take 30 seconds, look at Bitcoin, uh, and then we can flip over to ETH. So, you know, see what I did there with flip, flip over to ETH? Uh, okay, so Bitcoin is up like a nice 5%, 10% today. I can pull up CoinMarketCap. I think it's a 5% today. And then on the on the seven day, it, it's in the double digits. Um, just kidding. That was cap. It's, it's 8% on the seven day. ETH is up double digits on the seven day. Uh, Binance coin, 20% on the seven day. Solana, 24%. I mean, everything is moving right now. Uh, and I think Bitcoin is probably leading the way for most of this volatility. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin's definitely leading the way, but at the same time, we see Solana and some of these smart contract blockchains really having much larger gains than Bitcoin right now. I know a lot of people are very bullish on Solana and some of these proof of stake smart contract blockchains that are giving Ethereum a run for its money. And I think we could see a $1,000 Solana before this bull market ends. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, but I'm very bullish on a lot of these other projects. I actually don't own any Bitcoin right now. And, you know, I'm not mad about it. I think there are gains to be made on Bitcoin, but I think there's higher gains to be made on some of these other blockchains coming out right now. Most definitely. Uh, and make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you want to stay up to date with all those gains. Uh, we're not going to be diving into Solana today, but we have done a lot of cool interviews. So go check them all out on the channel. OK, so Bitcoin is kind of retesting this level here. Uh, this is the previous all time high from I think it was March of this year. Uh, and we broke above it once before came back down kind of through this accumulation phase. Uh, and now we're trying to really break out again. So, you know, I think we could probably uh, if we hold this line, we'll be good to go past 70K. Uh, but until then, I'd like to, you know, be a little bit cautious. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm very, very bullish, uh, especially at this even even like in a very short term. But I would love to see us hold this line, hold the previous all-time high, uh, and then I think it's off to the races. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree with you. And we've been holding above $60,000 for quite a long time now. I yep. think we've been above $60,000 longer than we were in May. So I'm definitely bullish. I think this could be a new support range for us if we do end up falling back down once we go up to, say, 70, 75K. But I don't even know if we'll fall down after that. We might just be off to the races. I mean, we have barely had any volatility these past few days. I mean, really for the past couple of weeks at this point. So I think we could be seeing some new volatility here shortly. Um, like you said, we're breaking up really close to the previous all-time highs, and it'll be interesting to see what Bitcoin does once we get back to that $67,000 mark. 
Most definitely. We'll have to keep our eyes on it. But let's get to ETH, the, the big dog of the day. ETH hit new all-time highs uh, earlier this morning. We can see right here. Uh, these are the daily candles. Here is our uh, you know level around our previous all-time high that we bounced off of in September. Uh, now we've kind of been in in this channel right here, this uptrend, bouncing back and forth, uh, you know, between the top and the bottom. So you know, if we were to hit the top of this channel today, could be a five thousand dollar ETH. If we hit it tomorrow, could be a little bit over that. Um, I think it's probably going to happen sooner than later. Uh, but I do think we'll get over or, or very near 5,000 before we bounce back down to the bottom of the channel. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good analysis. And $5,000 is also psychological support or resistance for mm -hmm. Ethereum. And I think once we get to that range, you know, more people are going to be kind of uncomfortable buying Ethereum when they see it's at $5,000 per coin. I mean, yep. not too long ago, we were at two grand and then three grand came along. And now we're really close to $5,000 per Ethereum. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how it plays out. Like you said, I think we will hit that $5,000 range or at least get really close to it. And it'll be interesting to see where we go from there. Yeah, and we want to know what coins you guys are looking at, not just Bitcoin and Ethereum. So drop them in the chat below right now. Uh, and maybe we'll get a chance to take a look at some of your picks today. Um, we also have some exciting info about the ENS airdrop. So Ryan, uh, you know, pretend I don't know anything about ENS. Can you catch me up to speed on this airdrop? So ENS is a domain service, so you can think of it kind of like .com, but you can connect your cryptocurrency wallet to it. So instead of sending a long string of numbers and letters for your crypto address, you can just type in ryanm.eth and send me all the crypto you want. Uh, so really cool service, and they're launching a token. And what they're doing is they're airdropping 25% of the token supply to people who own .eth names. And you get a two times multiplier if that name is connected to your wallet. So really cool how they did that for those people who are active within the community and actually using those domain names. Um, so I did some research earlier today because I want to dubiously speculate, you know, how much money are we going to be getting from this airdrop? How much free crypto will we get later today when it comes out at 8 p.m.? So uh, I did the math. There's an equation out I found, and it, it's about point seven tokens per day you've had it so it's going to range based on how long you've had your ens domain and then also how long you will have it for because they expire kind of like real.com sites that you have to rent it out for a certain amount of time uh, so the total supply of these tokens is 100 million tokens 25 million of these tokens will be airdropped to ens domain holders uh, so for me, I've had my domain for about half a year, so like 180 days. I get that two times multiplier because it is connected to my Ethereum wallet. And then mm -hmm. I have about 1300 days left for my domain before it expires. So altogether, I should get around 250 to 260 tokens, which is probably what most people will get that have their, do their domain connected to the wallet. Um, so how much are these tokens going to be worth though? So we really don't know. The market's going to decide this, but if this ENS domain, the name service, can become a top 50 cryptocurrency by market capitalization, it would have about a $3.8 billion market cap. That would give a per token price of $38. Now, I think this is an extremely bullish scenario. I don't think this is the most likely, but that would be $38 per token. So the airdrop would be worth almost $10,000. 
I think a more likely scenario here would be maybe around a $1 billion market cap, which would place it around the 110th largest cryptocurrency by market cap. So if it, if it was a billion dollar market cap, then the ENS tokens would be $10 each. So for about 250 tokens, that'd be a $2,500 airdrop. So still a great airdrop for anyone holding an ENS domain, especially if they have it connected to their wallet. Um, and then, of course, if it's if it's less than that, say maybe 500 million, it would rank it around the 150th largest cryptocurrency by market cap. Give a per token price of around five dollars, and this would be maybe a $1,200 airdrop. But we will find out tonight. The markets will open. We'll figure out, you know, how much per token are these ENS domains, uh, and how much we'll be getting from it. So this will be really interesting to see. I probably won't be claiming mine tonight. I think gas fees are going to be really high. Logan, are you going to try and claim right away? Or are you going to wait? Okay, so so here's the thing, right? There's probably going to be a little bit of a gas war uh, to claim these tokens so that they can sell them as quickly as possible. People are probably going to be bullish on this, especially if they've been following along with ENS and the .eth names, but don't have one themselves. They'll want to get exposure. They're going to be want. Uh, they're going to want to be a part of this. And, and you know, I think all the VCs and all the investors who are bullish on ETH in general uh, will eventually, sooner or later, find out about ENS uh, and become equally bullish on it. So the th I, I, you know, I don't see the need to claim mine tonight because I don't plan on selling it or at least all of it. Uh, so I have three .ENS domains. So I'll, I'll definitely have a little bit uh, of extra that I could sell off, try to take some profits. Um, but I love ENS. I'm bullish on it. I mean, I have three of them. So, so obviously I like the product and, and I think that the token will be good for the future. Uh, and the price will continue to increase throughout the rest of the bull market. So I might wait for gas fees to drop a little bit to try to claim mine. Do you know when the deadline is? I don't know the exact deadline, but I know you have at least four months. It might even be six. I think the deadline is sometime in May. So it's definitely no rush to pick up your coins. You will have them there um, from now until May. So yeah, don't pay too high gas fees to get them. You know, maybe Ethereum 2.0 will be out by May and you can get them for a few bucks. You know, you never know. That's a good point. And Jonathan wants to know, do you recommend getting one before the drop? Okay, so great question. They actually took a snapshot uh, last week. So if you didn't have it by that date when the snapshot was taken last week, then you won't be able to claim the airdrop. That's how most of these things work. Uh, they, they usually take the snapshot before they announce it so that people can't game the drop. So Logan, what do you think the per token price will be? Obviously, this is dubious speculation at this point. But I mean, do you think we could see a $10 token right when it launches? Or do you think that it'll be less than that? Let's take a look at, at these numbers you put together earlier. And I just want to get them up on the screen uh, so everyone can visualize it a little bit easier. Uh, but what, what you were saying earlier, Ryan, is if if the market cap is $4 billion, so if it makes it into the top 50, uh, and you know this is a rough estimation saying we had it for 180 days uh, and we have it reserved for this much longer, and then the 2x multiplier comes on if you have it pointing back uh, to your wallet address. So what you need to do is you actually need to pay a second gas fee after you buy it uh, to set that reverse address. So if you have this set uh, like I do, you could see here, then you'll get that 2x multiplier. Um, so back to the math. So th this is so say you've had it for, for all the specifics we just mentioned, you'll get about 258 tokens somewhere around there. Uh, you know, nothing is official yet. Um, 
But if you had that many tokens and it's a top 100 crypto, we could be getting about 2,600 bucks each. Um, you know, if, if it's smaller, half a billion market cap, we'll still be getting a thousand dollars for free. You know, uh, like I, I probably paid a couple hundred dollars in gas to get all of these ENS domains. Uh, and, and I think I'm going to get way more than my money back. So, you know, even in your worst case scenario that you outlined here um, with the half billion dollar market cap, still, still very, very bullish. Um, but I wouldn't be too surprised if it's actually much higher than that. I don't, I don't think a top 50 ranking is, you know, off, off the table by any means. Um, we saw the Uniswap airdrop. Was that the end of last year, I think, or was that the beginning of this year? It was in September of 2020. And how much did they give out? It was 400 Uniswap tokens. I think at the time it was right around $1,000. If you've held until now, though, maybe $20,000. That might be a little bit high of an estimate, but definitely a good amount of money, especially if you've held those tokens throughout the bull market thus far. Most definitely. And what, what this goes to say, if you missed out on the Uniswap airdrop like I did, uh, if you missed out on the ENS airdrop, the one that's coming out tonight, you know, just just be proactive. Start using these protocols. Start messing around. Uh, you know, if you like them, they don't have a token out. That's a pretty key indicator that they might be doing an airdrop in the future. So, you know, find those small projects. Uh, try to try to dig in, give feedback. It's great for learning hands on. So. All right. I will pull that away and let's see, what time is it? We have about 10 more minutes before the interview. Uh, so maybe we could do some chat picks. Uh, I I'm seeing Chili's, Matic, Ada in the chat. I got to add my screen back again. One second. Do, 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 do. Where'd it go? Do you see it, Ryan? No, I do not. All right. Bear with us for a second. Uh, we should have this figured out. Come on now. Ryan, could you share your screen from in there? Yeah, let me see if I can. All right. In the meantime, while we're figuring this out, uh, if you want us to take a look at, at any crypto projects you have your eyes on, drop them in the chat right now. Uh, and we'll see if we can get to them. While you're down there, make sure to toss us a like. It really helps, and we appreciate it. All right. Can you see my screen, Logan? Um, my, this is not going well for me. It's this new restream platform we're using. Yeah, some technical difficulties. Uh, I do see it uh, from producer Rohan's computer, but I don't see it on my end yet. So I'm refreshing it. Do you have producer access in there? Could you add it to the stream for us? Let me see. You just got to click the little on button on the left side. Uh, I see. Yeah, it's actually not. Um, actually, here we go. Boom. You got it. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Appreciate all you zingers for sticking with us. All right. So what are we looking at first, Logan? Let's take a look at Ada, Polygon, uh, or Chili's. You can pick. And I'm going to do ADA because it was the top three cryptocurrency for the longest time. And now it's just falling down the ranks. It's at $2.11, still a fairly large market cap of $70 billion. But man, it's the sixth largest cryptocurrency. I feel like just a couple weeks ago, it was in the top three. We yep. saw Binance coin surpass it and then Solana. Tether, mm -hmm. you know, is always at a dollar. You know, that's a little bit confusing. Might be a little <laughs> sus that its market cap just keeps increasing like it does. Is there actually $72.5 billion in their treasury? Probably not. But yeah, that's enough about Tether. Let's talk about Cardano. 
Logan, you have some Cardano. What do you think of the project? Where do you think the price is going? Um, yeah, I do hold some Cardano. I bought it. Excuse me, choking on my gum. I bought it as a hedge to my Ethereum position, which is my biggest position by far. Uh, and, you know, Cardano is a competing smart contract blockchain created by one of the co-founders of Ethereum. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of animosity there, a lot of people calling it the ETH killer. Uh, so, you know, I kind of wanted to hedge my bet uh, by picking up, you know, little little position in Cardano. Um, I'm, I'm up pretty well since then. Um, but, you know, over time, it's become less and less of one of my favorite projects. You know, I would have loved to see them have a, a fruitful DeFi ecosystem by now, months after doing their hard fork that was supposed to add smart contracts. Uh, we still don't see anything going on on chain. Very, very little activity. Uh, and that's just kind of disappointing to me. I mean, it makes perfect sense that Solana has flipped Cardano at this point. Um, because there's just so, so much activity going on. But people like Cardano, um, you know, beyond anything that I can even understand. Some people are, are just getting into crypto and Cardano is their first one. I mean, people like Charles Hoskinson. He is pretty good, uh, you know, at speaking and explaining the way that crypto works. Um, so, you know, for, for those reasons, I'm going to continue to hold my position uh, throughout the rest uh, of the bull market here. I'm going to try to sell uh, ideally between eight and ten dollars. But Cardano usually doesn't follow the rest of, of the market, um, not even the rest of the altcoins. It kind of does its own thing, kind of gives me Chainlink or BNB vibes in that way. Uh, but we saw it hit it went over well over three dollars earlier, didn't it? It went up to $3, but just for a short amount of time before it came down. And I mean, we've been right around this $2 mark for quite a while. It might be get, flipping to uh, be kind of bullish here. I mean, if we see it, mm -hmm. it break above $2.20, we could see, you know, one of these big run-ups we've seen before that it's just kind of chilled out for the longest amounts of time here. And then here again from like June to July. And then now we're seeing it again from September to October. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was a run up. It isn't a coin in my portfolio uh, for the reasons you mentioned, Logan. Yeah, uh, you know, personally, I just like to get my hands dirty. I like to, to use these DeFi protocols. I like to interact with the blockchains. Uh, and, and that's how I make most of my investment decisions. So um, I'm looking forward to see more from Cardano. Uh, I really hope it can happen soon. But let's take a look at a blockchain that is moving and doing a lot of activity, signing huge deals, the Chili's blockchain. This is a blockchain for sports uh, and, you know, like a, like fan tokens, membership tokens. Uh, and it's taken over the European football clubs. And now it's coming into the U.S. And if it takes over the U.S. sports scene, uh, there could be a lot of upside potential on this coin, in my opinion, Ryan, can you zoom out a little bit for us? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, I did not hear the, that news about it coming to the U.S. market, so that's really cool to hear. I mean, the the betting markets here are so big; right. definitely a bullish thing for Chili's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it and has yet. Yeah, yeah, go for go it. Yeah, I mean, I was just about to point out, I think the exact same thing you were, it has yep. yet to hit new all-time highs since the spring, but I think it could be coming up here soon. I mean, we went all the way down to about 20 cents, and we're chilling at, what now, 48 cents, so over 100% from those local lows, and we've seen a big pump right here. I'd assume this is probably on the news that it's coming to the U.S. markets. I'm not sure. I haven't really been following this project, but we did go from about 30 cents now up to 48 cents. Yep. Pretty bullish. Uh, I like the fundamentals of that one. And the technicals are looking pretty good right now. I might have to pick some up from our, for our little trading challenge that's going on. Available on FTX? 
<laughs> Go check it out. All right, so uh, we do have time for maybe one more quick one. Uh, do you remember which one it was that was requested in the uh, chat? I saw Matic. I saw Decentraland. You want to pick one of those two? Uh, let's go for Matic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Matic has been doing really well recently. Logan, do you know why it's been doing so well? You know, I think it's probably has something to do with a lot of their partnerships. Uh, Polygon and their team have been insanely proactive uh, going and adding these protocols to their network. Uh, tons and tons of big protocols are using them and tons more small protocols are using them as well. They have so many applications uh, on their layer two blockchain that, you know, I think a lot of volume is probably moving there. Uh, and, you know, the ETH gas fees are getting worse and worse every single day. I bet that has something to do with it as well. Um, but if you guys have any ideas, drop them in the chat. Curious to hear what you guys think about Polygon. Have you ever tried using it? Uh, have you ever tried bridging assets? Uh, just just trying to take a general poll. Let me know in, in the comments below. Ryan, do you have any insights as to why Polygon might be moving? No, I think it has a lot to do with what you said. I mean, gas fees on Ethereum right now are so high that I'm not even transacting on Ethereum. I think a lot of people are just kind of sitting on their positions. You know, it can be a couple hundred, three hundred dollars to make a trade at this point, especially with the the trend of all these dog coins right now. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be interesting to see if it goes down, but it has generally just been increasing with time. I think when the markets were really hot, you know, it was super expensive then too. And then through the summer, you could make some trades for maybe 40 to $100. But now, you know, spending a few hundred dollars on a trade, it just really doesn't make sense unless you're transacting with a ton of money. So solutions like Polygon are really good for this type of thing to get around those really high gas fees and just have to pay, you know, one or two cents to make a trade. It feels really good, you know, transferring funds over to Polygon and being, you know, just being able to do that. So yeah, I, I like this project. I think that we could see, you know, a $6 polygon potentially by the end of this bull market. Um, and I'm bullish on it. I know that MDAO is holding a lot of Matic right now, uh, which we should do something with. Very cool. And speaking of trading, today with us, we have a very special interview on Moon or Bust coming from Hyperlink, the CEO, Amar Guatam. I will add him to the stream right now. Uh Hey, how's hey, it going? Hey, Logan, Ryan. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, it's our pleasure. So, Omar, could you tell us a little bit about how you got into crypto, how your journey started, and where you are now? Sure. Um, it's a little, it, it is a little different than most of the people in crypto today um, who are trading, particularly. So, I, I'm an engineer by trade. I'm a computer scientist. And so, um, most of my influence, uh, uh, exposure to uh, crypto was because of the technology, so I got really influenced with the, the white paper. And um, Christmas of uh, 2008 is when I first uh, encountered the uh, Bitcoin white paper. And so it, it was presented to me by some of my peers and, and uh, very intrigued by the potential of blockchain and what it can do for the world and for open finance and, and democratization of trading and finance in general, um, which we saw over the years. Uh, but I wasn't a trader. Um, 
uh, I wasn't interested in actually putting money and making money out of it. But I was working for world's uh, largest inter-dealer broker. So I was I was designing trading APIs and data aggregation pipelines and stuff like that for, for them. And primarily on traditional market side where like treasury bonds or repos or foreign exchange. Uh, but in 2017 is when uh, my one of my co-workers, Karamir Singh, who is one of the co-founders at Hyperlink, introduced me to trading. And um, uh, we, we started heavily trading. And at that time, there was a lot of price disparity between the exchanges. So we were using uh, that opportunity to, to do a lot of arbitrage. And uh, that's my exposure in terms of technology and trading. But since 2017, I've been heavily trading personally, so I'm a day trader, uh, but uh, probably not as good as Ryan. Uh, <laughs> the number one Dex trader, as they call me. <laughs> uh, these days, I rarely get, get time to actually trade, but I trade mostly when I'm testing the application. Uh, so a little bit about Hyperlink. Uh, we design and develop a trading terminal. Uh, it's a desktop application where you can connect to your exchange accounts and you can track your portfolio. You can track markets, you can manage your orders and positions visually right on the chart. And, and the biggest benefit is uh, post-trade analytics in real time. So you can see your break-even, um, your win rate, your average bid and ask, how much fee you're paying, etc. So uh, while developing and, and designing and testing the application is when I get most opportunity to actually trade. Awesome. So, Amar, could you tell us why you decided to start Hyperlink? Were there some problems that you found in your personal trading experience that you set out to solve? Uh, or, or did some, uh, you know, eureka moment hit you in the middle of the night? Yeah, so we, in 2017, as I mentioned, we were doing a lot of arbitrages. And uh, at that time, there was really not uh, a lot of software available. Um, so we were doing a lot of this, uh, like, you know, through APIs, writing custom programs and stuff like that. And that's where the name comes in. So at that time when we started the company, we had connections to 26 exchanges. And so we were hyperlinking these trading venues together. Um, so as it turns out, the professional traders uh, need sophisticated software. And that was missing in cryptocurrency markets. So if you look at traditional markets and where I come from, I, I worked in London, I worked in, on Wall Street here, and I, I've been in the trenches on the trading floors with the traders and brokers. And we realized that there is a need for a sophisticated platform uh, that, for example, the one we built, it's called HyperTrader, uh, because it's really important for people to see everything in one place and be able to interact with the markets really fast. And as volatile cryptocurrency market is, it's really important that you get that edge over other traders. So Amar, what exactly is HyperTrader and how does it help users make better trades? Sure. So HyperTrader is a desktop application which you can download and install on Mac, Linux, or Windows. And once you have downloaded it, it's easy to sign up. You just need your email address and nothing else. We don't take your name, credit card, or anything to begin with. So you have a 21 days free trial. Once you sign up, you can pick one of the supported exchanges that we have. I think we have 15 exchanges now, including all major ones, including spots and derivatives like Binance, Coinbase Pro, Bybit. FTX spot is there, FTX derivatives is coming in about a month. Um, and a lot of other European regulated exchanges are also on HyperTrader. So you connect your exchange account using API keys. And once you have connected, we pull in all the real-time data for you. We create your portfolio uh, right inside HyperTrader. And then we have real-time market data feed, which you can 
use uh, for analyzing charts. We have technical indicators. Uh, we have a deep integration with uh, TradingView. So the chart is exactly what you see on TradingView, but not like what you see on exchanges. So some of the exchanges use TradingView charts as well, but those are very primitive integrations. We have a technology partnership directly with TradingView. And you can, once you have done your technical analysis, you can actually manage and directly trade from HypoTrader. The coolest part about it is that it's a desktop application, so we create a peer-to-peer -peer connection with exchanges. So nothing goes through our servers. And you would see a tweet sometimes, CZ tweeting that, oh, we have overload on Binance and it's sluggish. And then you'll see a response uh, to that tweet saying, oh, trade on HypoTrader. Yeah. Uh, mm. So it's really, really fast. In fact, we have measured that market orders execute three times faster mm. on our platform than uh, exchanges on an average. Anything that takes about eight clicks to do on exchanges would take you three clicks here. Anything that takes you 30 to 90 seconds takes you three to five seconds on HypoTrader. So it's really cool. It's more, more of an efficiency improvement, but we also give you post-trade analytics. So in real time, so you can see in real time what your break-even is, how much fee you're paying, what your unrealized gains are. Most of the time you will do these analysis in Excel sheet or use a third party application. And these are disjointed. So you're trading and then you're looking at charts on TradingView, executing orders on the exchanges and then maintaining an Excel sheet for looking at your positions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we try to make it in all in one app and it's really fast and easy to use. And it's beautiful to try it out. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you offer a great suite of products, especially for day traders. How does Know Your Consumer regulations work on your platform? Since you're connecting to other exchanges, do you still need to KYC your users or how does that work? No, so we don't need to do KYC because we are not partaking into the transaction right. itself. So all okay. we are doing is giving you tools. So once you connect to the exchanges, your relationship with exchanges is yours. So depending on which exchange you're trading on, say, for example, you're trading on Coinbase Pro, you will have to obviously do your KYC. But if you're trading on Bybit, Bybit for example, you probably not have to do KYC. It also depends on your geographic location. So if you're a U.S. trader, probably you can't do derivatives trading right now. Um, until FTX does something about it, which mm -hmm. I'm very hopeful about. Uh, our partnership with FTX, yes, um, fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> so we are hoping once we do the FTX derivatives on the HypoTrader as well. It's really cool. Um, um, yeah, but also some, something to put it out there, we also are bringing in on-ramp, off-ramp. So uh, very soon you will be able to buy Ethereum and Bitcoin directly on HypoTrader as well. Awesome. And how does security work on the platform? What measures do you have in place to protect users' funds? Interestingly enough, we don't hold any funds. And okay. we don't hold that user data. Sense, actually. Yeah, so it's a desktop application, has a peer-to-peer -peer connection. So the only thing that is on our server side is your authentication stuff. Uh, we have a two-factor authentication. It's a passwordless passwordless systems system. So if, even if you like uh, have a data breach on another website, you're not going to get breached on our platform and we use a two-factor authentication and uh, other other data piece that we have is we use stripe for payment gateway so it's a subscription platform so after 21 days free trial you have to pay for it so you put your credit card in uh, that data is stored on um, stripe server which is pci compliant so it's very secure, uh, very uh, secure and, and safe so would you only recommend hyperlink to day traders or do you think it's also helpful for long-term investors just making like a few trades a month say perhaps um, at this moment it's it's more useful for the active day trader 
Mm -hmm. uh, it is really not for uh, people who are investing for long term or holding uh, right now. But eventually, once we have the on-ramp, off-ramp uh, feature available, uh, it might be really cool to have it uh, in your toolbox. Yeah, that makes sense. And I saw that you guys have a feature called ladder orders. What are these and how can they help investors? Yeah, I use ladder orders to create grids. So for example, I have like, I don't buy or sell at one single price. Uh, I kind of spread okay. it across. And we have, yeah, we have 15 different kinds of ladder combinations that you can do. So you can literally use a Fibonacci series for price scaling. And then you can size scale, quantity scale as well. So you could potentially buy lower quantities at high prices and higher quantity at lower prices. So if the market moves up and down, you can be buying and selling at the same time and kind of make that spread. So then the traders don't have to do that math. You have those programs already built Absolutely. in. Absolutely. No mathematics needed. Uh, that's the cool part. Even, even while entering orders, so for example, um, I wouldn't name the exchange, but go to some US exchange, for example, and you, you have, say, um, $900 in your account and you want to buy Bitcoin. Now you have to pull out your calculator, do your math. How much Bitcoin can I buy? Nothing of that sort on HyperTrader. On HyperTrader, you go right click on the chart where you have to, whatever price you want to buy Bitcoin at. And you mm -hmm. say, buy Bitcoin. And then you say $900. That's it. And we do all the math in the background. Same thing goes for the, for the break even. Um, for example, um, we do not consider when we, when we buy and sell, we always look at uh, profit uh, in terms of price differential, but we never factor in fees. And we also never factor in fees on both sides for the buy and the sell. So all those things are taken care of uh, automatically in the app. So you could literally see in real time where your break even point is. Very cool. So you have a new feature that's currently in beta. It's called Hyper Copy. Uh, could yes. you tell us a little bit about Hyper Copy and why a trader might want to use it? Yeah, so interestingly, on our platform, you can not only connect multiple exchanges, you can actually connect multiple accounts from the same exchange. And we found that some of the users were connecting 100 accounts, 200 accounts on Binance, for example. Hmm. And we wondered, what what is the use case for it? Because as a retail trader, you you don't know, you probably wouldn't own more than five sub accounts in Binance. Five is even a stretch, I think. And so we went back to these people and we talked about it. Um, so these were people who were managing funds for other people. And so they were trading on behalf of other people. So our copy trading, uh, which is not social trading, social trading is completely different like eToro does, for mm -hmm. example. Our copy trading is where you, you create a primary account and then you can add in multiple API keys for all your secondary accounts. And you trade just on the primary and secondary account mirrors all those actions in very real time. And so now we have customers all over Europe who are managing accounts for other people and they're managing thousands of orders in one click. That's so awesome. how does that work if yeah. say like I'm investing $10,000 from one account and the other account I only want to invest say like a thousand, uh, is it proportional or how does that work? Yeah, so we don't take absolute value, we take relative value. So okay. you can say on the primary account that I want to allocate 25% of my portfolio. And so we will take automatically calculate 25% allocation in all those secondary accounts as well. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, so and, and, and the coolest part, uh, Logan, mm -hmm. you were talking about ladder order. So now you can ladder on on all these 100 accounts at the same time. Hmm. 
It's definitely very powerful for, for someone who's managing a lot of funds for a lot of people. I can imagine it saves them countless hours. Absolutely. Uh, One of our customer manages like more than $40 million worth of assets using copy trading. It's really wow. useful for them because they don't have like log in, log out multiple times, have an Excel sheet. And you would have slippages if you're managing for other people. Either you have five different computers, accounts logged in all over the place, and still you will have those human uh, time differentials and, and you will have slippages. With hypercopy, you don't have those slippages at all. Mm -hmm. So you talked about, uh, you, you just barely mentioned uh, uh, social copying or, or social trading, uh, which is where you find somebody else who has you know, a successful track record uh, and you can automatically copy their trades. Is this something that you guys are looking into adding? Uh, why or why not? Yes, we are definitely looking into adding that. Um, but social trading for us is not just uh, copying trades from each other. I think it is more than that. And so in HyperTrader 3.0, which we are already designing, there's a lot of social features coming in. And we see people are now using Telegram or Discord for creating their chat groups, doing trading rooms, uh, live trading on Discord. Uh, we envision that we'll be able to do all that inside HyperTrader natively. Very cool. It reminds me of our Benzinga Pro platform that we have here. <laughs> Uh, but but of course, they do not have all the crypto support that you guys do, which is very, very yeah. cool. Interestingly, we have stock support coming as well in April next year. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, awesome. I think we have to end the interview here then. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, so tell me, Amar, is Hyperlink thinking about creating a token in the future? At least not now. Um, we don't have a plan as of now. Um, we are a self-funded company. We are a Y Combinator company, of course. Y Combinator mm -hmm. did our pre-seed round. But uh, so far, we haven't been thinking about uh, raising funds. Uh, mm -hmm. We have been lucky enough uh, for our thousands of customers that use the platform every day. And pretty much Hyperlink right now is customer funded. Mm -hmm. um, if in future, once we bring the social trading and stuff, maybe there is a utility somewhere. And at that point, maybe we will launch one. But as mm -hmm. of now, no, no, there, is, there is no plan. Okay, so let's let's dig into the Y Combinator, uh, you know, investment round. Why did you choose to go with them? What have you been doing with them? Uh, and you know, if you could just share about the experience overall, I think that'd be really cool. Absolutely, Y Combinator is world's largest accelerator program, and if you look at companies like Airbnb, Stripe, and all those big companies, um, were in Y Combinator, and we we thought of going into Y Combinator because even though I'm not a first-time founder, uh, one of my co-founders is a uh, first-time founder, other one has uh, done three startups before, but we still feel like we need help with scaling up. And we are a bunch of nerds and geeks, and we still need help with the business side. And Y Combinator is a really cool place to, to learn these things and interact with other entrepreneurs. And even though they are not in your space, they could be in your adjacent space. And sometimes, uh, for example, I was talking to one of the founders uh, from healthcare space, and he gave me cool ideas about marketing. So it's really, it's all about the community there. So you have all these partners from Y Combinator that help you out. We have all these office hours where you can discuss your problems and solve them. Of course, there is, it comes with some money as well, which helps you kickstart things. Uh, so we were bootstrapping, we were customer uh, funded, but at some point we needed that push to accelerate further. Awesome. So let's talk about what's next for Hyperlink. What's exciting you in general in crypto? Uh, I'll kind of leave this one up to you. Absolutely. I mean, the next is obviously, as we talked about, social trading and more 
more of a, a inter, uh, intersection of the traditional finance and and the crypto finance and crypto finance is great because it has democratized uh, a lot of uh, trading and finance in general we think that dexes are the future so defi and dex would be something would be actively looking into and obviously once we start bringing in um, stocks and, and forex market onto the platform obviously all professional traders or day traders don't trade one asset class in isolation um, although although I'm, I'm a bitcoin maximalist but I still trade stocks, and so I would love for all of us to trade all kinds of asset classes on one platform. Yeah, so let's talk about those stocks. Do you mostly, uh, you know, pick crypto stocks, or you try to diversify your port that part, uh, you know, that portion of your portfolio? I did BITO. I wouldn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, but I, I'm mostly into technology stocks uh, because I'm a technologist, so I understand that space more than anything else. I'm not so much on consumer stocks, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I, I definitely a uh, big proponent of ETF, uh, especially Bitcoin ETFs or, or any other crypto ETFs that's coming in. I think it's a very, very powerful um, vehicle for a lot of people to get involved uh, into the ecosystem without actually holding the assets. So kind mm -hmm. of said a little bit, and especially because it's futures and derivatives, it's more regulated. And I, I'm very pro-regulation personally. Uh, a lot of times I get like um, not so good of a vibe from people uh, when I say I'm pro-regulation. But the only reason I'm pro-regulation is because that's, that brings a lot of investor protection. Exactly. Pro-clarity. Yeah, and also clears the, the direction for us in which way we want to shape our company. And so earlier the, the regulation comes in, it's better for, for everyone. And you said that the pro-shares Bitcoin ETF, since it's traded based on futures, is actually better for regulation. Could you explain that? Uh, I'm not familiar. No, so the futures trade, uh, the derivatives market is regulated in, in the US, for example, right? So, and these these contracts are being traded on CME. So it comes under uh, the regulation, while not the spot market is not as much. And also there's a less risk because now you can short if the market goes down, for example. You couldn't do that on, on spot. If you're holding coins, you're just holding it. If the market goes down, you don't want to sell it. But if because it's, these are futures contract, you have those um, okay. risk mitigation features as well. Very interesting. So, could you maybe tell us a little bit about the derivatives? Uh, you know, specifically crypto derivatives regulation in the U.S. I know the FTX is looking at adding, uh, you know, derivative trading for U.S. consumers. Um, but why isn't this product already out? Uh, there, there are many uh, parts to it, but I, I think um, the lack of understanding of, of these new asset classes uh, for the regulators themselves is a big hurdle. I think um, I've been I've been talking about this a lot. I, I think they need to involve uh, people from the industry, and and we all should have a voice in in the future regulations as well. Um, I, I think that interaction is still not there, and because of that. Uh, the, the regulatory authorities are still studying these uh, new asset classes and trying to categorize it. Like, for example, some some assets are securities and some are currencies, some are tokens, utility tokens. Like, So these classifications are important before the regulations come in. And I think we are at that stage. And because the technology is very rapidly evolving, the, the clarity is not there as much. Hmm. 
Okay, Amar, as a trader, uh, are you bullish on BTC today? Are you making any plays over the past you know, week or two? I know that you're not too hands-on with the trading these days, um, but what, what are you feeling? What does your gut tell you? I'm generally very bullish on Bitcoin, <laughs> but I was, I was speaking with Qantas TV a couple of weeks ago when the BITO was launched and then Valkyrie ETF was launched as well on the same day. Leia was on the show. Um, and, and I did mention that I see a more sideways movement uh, for, for some time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so more of accumulation period, as you mentioned uh, at the start of this program. Um, so, but if we are able to um, sustain this and I only look forward upwards uh, rather than going down so so the support needs to be maintained so I'm, I'm very hopeful and bullish about that couldn't agree with you more so uh, could you tell us a little bit about your Bitcoin maximalism uh, and, and you know kind of why you choose that stance <laughs> no particular reason but uh, I, I think um, um, that the first exposure for me was Bitcoin Right. I mean, obviously, there, there are problems with Bitcoin, like the, um, you cannot have like scalability, for example, you need another layer on top of it. But, but I still feel like the community for Bitcoin is much larger. And so it's more decentralized in a, in a way of saying and community together makes those decisions on the protocol level. So so I have more faith in Bitcoin. Um, than other currencies, uh, but that doesn't mean I don't trade other currencies. I, I trade, um, you are showing ADA, for example. <laughs> so so I, I do trade other coins. Uh, I wouldn't name names uh, too many, but uh, I'm more on the Bitcoin side. But Ethereum, I, I'm big on Ethereum as well, uh, personally. Um, NFT space, um, Solana is doing great. Right. So um, yeah, so, but my majority of my trading happens uh, Cool. What do you think about stacks? Do you think that Bitcoin's going to be able to successfully implement smart contracts? I'm a little doubtful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little doubtful about that. I think uh, um, larger community also plays like negatively in that way because now you have to have that consensus, right, to to build something in, and and, and so uh, so I, I probably I'm a little less hopeful on that side. I'd agree with you. I think Bitcoin does one thing and it does it really, really well. That's to be a store of value. I think yes. it's going to be so much more accessible than gold will be. And I think that one day it will overtake the market cap of gold. Absolutely. I mean, it might be five or 10 years, but I think it's inevitable at this point. Absolutely. I mean, hey, look, I'm Indian, so we value gold. And I'm not holding gold anymore. I'm holding Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bitcoin maximalism for me is. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Yeah, we're we are all very, very bullish on Bitcoin for sure. Uh, you know, short and long term. So love to hear that you're on our side. I, it's interesting the the comments you make on Stacks. I think that Stacks itself is kind of like uh, you know it doesn't have full featured smart contracts, kind of like the EVM does. Um, but it's you know a step in the right direction. Uh, I think we could agree on. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the Lightning Network uh, and particularly its adoption. Uh, at the retail level across the world, I think it's gonna it's gonna take time, uh, especially um, considering um, we are very in very early stages. So this is like '90s of internet, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, we still have a long way to go. Uh, I respect what PayPal did, what Venmo is doing. Um, we have negative and positive opinions about it, but at the end of the day, 
we'll see mass adoption mm-hmm. through vehicles, right? And eventually, once you have a way to do on-ramp, off-ramp, that's when you actually start seeing more acceptance on the retail side. Uh, but obviously, the retailers uh, need to have an easy integration, right? Yeah. So, for example, like what Square did uh, with credit card integration or payment integration for retailers, something like that is needed at this point to make it more widely accepted. Awesome. Well, Amar, thank you so much for your time today. Before you head out, I want to give you one last opportunity. Uh, tell the audience where they can connect with you. If you have any shout outs or anything else that you want to let us know, now is that time. Sure. Happy to connect with you all on Twitter. My Twitter handle is IamarGotham, and happy to answer any questions you guys have. I welcome you to try HyperTrader, download it. We don't ask you personal information, just an email. Just go create a proton mail, email, or whatever and try it out 21 days free and our our support team is always there 24 7 and and you can talk to them ask questions and we have a very uh, well-written user guide as well and we have a vibrant community on discord you can join uh, talk to other traders and happy trading and you thank too, you for man. having me on the show logan ryan yeah thank you appreciate you amar have a good one all right, Ryan, what do you think about the interview? What do you think about the platform? And it, it seems super useful. Like I'm not really a day trader, so I don't know if I would personally have much of an advantage to using it. But anybody who's day trading, man, especially if you have multiple accounts, this seems like a super useful feature. I definitely check it out, especially if you're making many trades a day and especially if you're managing a lot of accounts, especially, 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 especially. But yeah, I mean, if you're managing a lot of accounts, it seems like the way to go. It's a no-brainer. I think you'd lose that amount of money. It would cost for a month of that in slippage just from one trade if you're managing five or more accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And just as an FYI, this was not a paid promotion at all. Uh, we just think Hyperlink is cool. And, and you know, being backed by Y Combinator, uh, you know, I kind of have a feeling it will be successful in the future. So, Ryan, we have about 100 seconds left Two, two, three minutes. Do you want to take a look at a couple coins? Any uh, chat questions out there? You can see it's not loading on my computer right now. Um, uh, so if you want to turn, go through yeah, some chat Yeah, let me share my screen and we can maybe play Moon or Bus for like three minutes. We can do Here a coin is. or two. Oh, you got it up. Yep. Sweet. Oh, this is mine. Yep. Okay. All right. Is there anything in the chat yet? Should we maybe go over Decentraland? I, I can't see the chat. Early. You have to take a look uh, at it for oh, me. My bad. Okay, I don't know if you can freeze my screen. Okay, yes. Mana and Dot. Let's take a look at Mana first. I know this was absolutely ripping. Not too long ago, just after Facebook announced their rebrand to Meta to focus on the Metaverse, Decentraland was one of the first companies to bring up the idea of the Metaverse within blockchain. Big virtual reality blockchain-based game. They have some really cool different features that you don't see anywhere else. I had a buddy show me the other day that there was actually a, a casino he was playing inside of Decentraland where he connected his MetaMask and was able to go into this virtual reality cons- casino and gamble some of his cryptocurrency. Uh, so they definitely have a lot of features on the platform. And as you can see, I mean, it went from like $0.75 cents all the way up to over $3. I mean, right now we're chilling under $2. I think we're going to be pretty bullish on Decentraland the rest of this bull run. Logan, what do you think? Do you think we'll sustain this like $2 to $3 price range we're in right now? Or do you think we might fall back down? It's certainly possible we fall back down to, you know, maybe even $1, $1.50. I'm hoping we can hold $2 at least. 
Um, but I do expect sell-off. I mean, this was all driven by that Facebook name change to Meta. All the hype surrounding that sent this coin up like 300%. Uh, you know, a very clear blow off top. So I am expecting this correction. I'm holding my coins through it, though, uh, because I expect the metaverse trend to continue, uh, you know, big picture. We saw Nike announce their commitment to the metaverse and, and, you know, NFT Jordans coming in. There are, you know, now some fashion DAOs uh, being brought into existence. And I think that all of this stuff is super, super cool. Uh, and more and more people see it more and more people are going to want to get in to these type of plays. So I will not be selling any of my metaverse tokens yet. I think a lot of people didn't even realize what the metaverse is until Facebook re announced this rebranding to meta. So there's definitely a lot more attention on the idea of a metaverse and the role blockchain plays in that now. So I think a lot of this price increase is due to all those new people coming in, you know, realizing, oh, you know, the metaverse is something that could be really big come, you know, a few years from now when mm -hmm. everybody's just online all the time. I mean, so much exactly. of our life is already online, right? So it, it makes sense. Yeah. And any of the viewers who just tuned in, Ryan, can you tell them about Seek uh, and the Benzinga crypto channel? Yeah. So I don't personally follow Seek VR, but Ruel does. And he did a prediction on Seek VR just last week that's getting posted today on Benzinga Crypto. He's starting a new altcoin gem pick series where he'll be looking at some of the smaller market cap altcoins on the market. So this one's ranked 341. It was about rank 500 when he did it. Uh, he predicted this breakout here. Uh, when the token was trading right around 10 cents. So that was an mm -hmm. awesome call by him. Stay tuned for that video. It'll be on the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. Be sure yep. to subscribe to that channel if you haven't already. Yep, it's the top link in the description below. Uh, make sure you go head on over there real quick. It only takes a couple seconds and you could find, uh, you know, Ruel's next altcoin gem before everyone else. So uh, while you're down there, we have a bunch of other useful links in the description. We have all, all the links to the money site page that, that Ryan and I work on here at Benzinga. Uh, and also we have the like button, which you should definitely hit if you haven't already. Um, we are unfortunately out of time for today. We've actually gone a little bit over, uh, but stay tuned to the channel. We have uh, pre-market prep at the close coming up next. So if you want to figure out how to close your stock positions of the day, make sure you tune into that. Uh, Ryan, you have any thoughts to leave us with today? I'm thinking about how everybody should check me out on Twitter so I can catch up to Twitter followers because Logan has like 100 more than me. And, you know, that's just really unfair. It makes me feel bad. So definitely, definitely follow me on Twitter. Yeah, and for everyone that follows Ryan, I need two people to follow me so I can continue this lead. Uh, I'm going to beat Ryan to a 1,000, uh, and I'm going to beat him to a million. So I need your guys' help. Go check it out. Uh, and final closing thought, we're all going to make it. See you guys on Friday. Don't miss your free chance to tune into Benzinga's very own bootcamp series on November 20th. If you're looking to dive into new concepts and grow your account, this one's for you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.